0: Welcome to Stormboy Speaks, Beginnings Episode 5, and this is the final part of the Beginnings series, in which we will be discussing, amongst other things, the um, origin of Satan, of the Devil, of Lucifer, which are specifically different things, and how that all ties into the Mystery Schools. So let's begin coming from last time's episode concerning the Hebrews and the Egyptians and how that interconnects. First of all, we were talking about the mystery schools which were set up by Enki, the illegitimate son, the snake in the Garden of Eden, and the demonized negative um, Anunnaki god in the Bible. so, as we spoke last time, he set this institution of mystery schools to teach his own family at first, or descendants from his own family who were, of course, part human, and over time, affiliated humans who were of high blood lineage connected to the gods, um, some of their spiritual and cosmological hands. Um, Mathematical, amongst other things, knowledge, which became part of this idea of um, an occult knowledge. Occult, you know, of course, um, just meaning hidden. Now, hidden because they wanted to keep this quiet, and it it really is emphasised in some of the work. Now... that's understandable partly that they wanted to keep some of it quiet because they didn't want this to be given as they said to the kind of barbarian types however personally I would think that those who are of a more barbaric disposition would neither be able to be one that interested in this information because it's quite heavy and cerebral and two even if they did they wouldn't have the focus and wherewithal to stick to the um the work necessary i would argue in the same way that you might it it would be the same to say we don't allow entrance to martial arts schools the analogy i used last time to you know heathens it's like well the likelihood is they wouldn't have the patience let's say to wait 3 days outside the temple without water and food it tells you something about the person's character when they'll do that and their desire to you know take part usually usually not always but anyway <clears throat> so it's unlikely though that you would attract those people i would argue however that was their argument and they wished it to be kept secret hence they become they became known as a cult practices this is where it came from because they were hidden nothing more nothing you know necessarily negative at all now it's at this point that we have to realize that this was the first passing of complex high-level knowledge to a human species that up to this point pretty much been slaves doing menial work and reproducing with the gods because they found some of the females attractive Um, let's be clear that's all humanity was to this point so now humanity goes up a notch through some of these descendants as it were intellectually so that knowledge what did it comprise well it comprised a lot of knowledge that we can get hold of today uh, if you read any of these books, and I have, um, and that, ironically, is the same um, knowledge that is tried to be, as it were, kept and stolen and, uh, you know, kept under the under the guise of people like the elites and, uh, you know, those kind of people, the people we discuss as the elites or the Illuminati, for want of a better term. But the Illuminati is a good word because it, it, it is genuine. It is genuine the illuminated ones, the enlightened ones they consider themselves to be enlightened because they know this knowledge, they were given this knowledge down many many lineages from back in the Egyptian mystery schools through Enki as we said in the first place, this was for, well a lot of people were open to it, look at it that way if you could prove that you were really interested you you had much more of an open ability to learn Um, it wasn't As restricted it was restricted if you were you know from the heathens per se but if you were able to prove that you were truly interested and you know of a high level you were given access as these went down through the generations over time this knowledge which we'll get to in a second was watered down one changed and forgotten and kept as we said only within negative groups then and over time these groups became what we call the brotherhood lineages the brotherhoods passed down because they're nearly all of male origin and very few women allowed very very few and because that comes from the gods it's all about men it's male dominant male energy everything from the Anunnaki is um, it's a defining feature and what happened is they kept this information and it became as it were um, only amongst no longer just the blood lineages but the partly the blood lineages but the lineages that were connected to um, as we know riches wealth and power so if you had been connected to you know um Over time, business people and, uh, let's say, I don't know, great warmongers, amongst others, as well as, of course, the royals, who were the direct lineages from the gods, then you had access to this information. And if you didn't, it was kept away from you, you wouldn't know about it at all. This is how it became known as the Mystery Schools, hence mysteries, hence it's completely occulted, hidden, and you have no access to it so the thing here is as i said what was some of that knowledge well part of that knowledge was the nature of the true nature of the creator source so they would teach you of the all that there is of the oneness of all things so we use the star wars analogy of the force and in fact star wars is a fantastic analogy of exactly what went on that they did do that they took that knowledge and they gave it only to specific people and it began in an enlightened way, slightly let's say, and then descended into this way where it was only spread amongst those of a um, you know, much more materialistic nature who wished money and power and control, very low vibrational, and kept amongst those people. And ironically the knowledge is one which is something that uh, is very freeing and unifying in most ways. However, of course, like all knowledge, um, it can be used for, you know, good or bad, for positive or negative. And this is the point. So it became used for control purposes and other ways to um, further, you know, increase people's power and, and money. Let's say. Now. One of the things there that we have to think about is, um, so we have these names for these demons and, you know, as it were, the antithesis of the idea in the Bible of of Yahweh God in the Bible. But we know he's just a Sumerian guy, but the idea that's created is that he's the all-powerful creator, even though we know that's nonsense, right? and the snake is of course the evil one he's the devil right well those names there's no devil but the name Satan and this is where it all becomes very confusing because the nature of humanity and its history is a twisted truth and a very confused one so the name Satan comes from the great Shatan and the Great Shatan means the ruler of the lands. And that title was given to the brother Enlil. So Enlil, who is Yahweh, is also Satan. Ironic, extremely ironic, and extremely twisted, and part and parcel of the nature of the truth of the history that we've been misinformed about forever. So, what about Lucifer? another name for the devil you say yeah he's got many names well he has got many names um given for many reasons what does Lucifer mean well Lucifer comes from the Latin lucimfer meaning bringer of the fire or bringer of the light and here's here's a point so Enki gave the knowledge of reproduction, as it were, as we know, as we found out two episodes ago, to humanity. In other words, he genetically engineered humanity so they could reproduce. That was Adam, the first reproducing human. And when he did that, effectively he was bringing them knowledge. So in the Greek myth, Enki is prometheus prometheus stole fire fire represents knowledge from the gods what they don't tell you in the greek myth is that prometheus was one of the gods himself and when he brought fire as they say that was knowledge so that representation in the allegorical tale is actually telling us that the ancient god Enki stole the knowledge, well, he just gave knowledge to humanity. And the knowledge they're talking about is not even just knowledge, it's sexual knowledge of reproduction primarily, but it's also, like with the tree of knowledge in the garden, representative of some information that he later passed on to humanity in the mystery schools. So it's a double-edged message. So he is the bringer of knowledge of reproduction to all of humanity, and he is the bringer of knowledge, as in Mystery School knowledge, to those who were, as it were at the time, ready for Mystery School initiation. So we can see directly from this, then, that Enki is Lucifer, and his brother, Enlil is Satan. Well, in numerous traditions, they are actually aware of this in some occult traditions, right? And they think that, for instance, these two negative um, demonic deities really exist out there, and that's, we'll get to that in a second, because in a way they do. Um, and they represent, one of them represents a more worldly approach, Satan represents a more worldly um, demon who is obsessed with, uh, let's say, the physical, and Lucifer represents a demon who is negatively oriented, but it represents the more um, metaphysical, the more spiritual, but is negative in nature. So this is what those two are given in, let's say, some um, high-level, you know, occult witchcraft-type knowledge places, okay? so what we have to think here is um where does this take us to in terms of this idea of you know good bad witchcraft uh, demon worship all of this kind of thing well so we see two levels on one level we have the reality of where this comes from names that were associated with these gods and what they brought to the table now in a way when you use those words are you worshipping either of those gods well yes yes you are however it's not that simple and this is the thing um like i say the history of humanity is a very twisted and complex one it's very um even you know most uh, these people who think they know a lot a lot of the time they don't and especially those who think they're some sort of um, you know, reasonable, high-level initiate in, in something like uh, the equivalent of today's elites. They, they they know a tiny bit of the picture. And a lot of them will worship some negative deities, and they may not even know that these deities are connected to um, Enki and Enlil. They may, they may not. Um, but most of them, I would argue, probably think of it. So when you come across in those lines, you may often come across people who will say, um you will see that they you have two sides you have people who now will worship and um follow let's say Lucifer right and they'll talk about this in elite groups there would be you know we're aware that they do this right but they would then argue it's like no you don't understand I actually worship something that's, you know not an evil being it's misunderstood and that would be arguably the case uh, I would argue it's like well, Enki's neither, neither good nor bad. He's just a guy who did what he did and gave some knowledge to humanity, right? And let's get back just to briefly to Enki saying how he is the bringer of knowledge. Well, he's the bringer of knowledge bigger than sexual knowledge. He's the bringer of knowledge in the mystery schools, and it's very much listed, and you can see it in drawings that he is the direct lineage descendant of the mystery giving it to human priests in 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 a lot of the um, the artwork you can see he is there standing next to a symbolic cross or we'll get onto the cross another time or a um, an ankh which is obviously a cross with a loop at the top and what the cross will and the ankh symbolise to some extent let's look at the cross um, in terms of mystery initiation is this. The vertical pole represents the uh, connection between heaven and earth. Now, heaven, as we know, is not what people think of some higher spiritual dimension. Um, it it can be seen that way, even in some mystery traditions, but but it really represents the height of the ideas of the planet these beings come from, Nibiru. It was known as Heaven Nibiru, that's the name of the planet. So the bond between Nibiru and Earth, or Heaven and Earth, is represented by the vertical pole, the connection between the two. And the horizontal pole of the cross represents the connection on knowledge between the master, in this case Enki, and the initiate, in this case a priest. That's the symbol of the cross and what it represents. It represents other things also, and we'll talk about that later. So. In the Mystery School tradition, we have, then, these two supposed, um, you know, gods, uh, both representing a form of the devil. How does that tie into, let's say, devil worship and demonology? Well, it's complex, and that's the point. In modern, and this is the problem that people need to think about before they engage in anything connected to thinking they understand those things or how they use them in the same way as i said with using the the, you know the lord's prayer well there you go the the clues in the word the lord i'm not praying to any lord if you want to you go ahead you're praying to them um and god of course they're using their names you're using the lord that's what they gave you and amen is amen ra that's right one of the gods a son of enki so when you say amen you're talking to those gods You are giving word spells energy to those beings, whether you like it or not, that is what you are doing. However, it's not even that simple because, as I say, with demonology and the devil and um, Satan, etc., what we have is we have the case of the reality of what the word represents and we have the reality of what the energy that has been given to that word represents. So what I mean by that is this. It's called an egregore. And an egregore is a simple energy formation caused by human or other, for that matter, um, beings focusing on any one, let's say, word or idea. You could create an egregore for anything if there were enough of you just coming up and thinking up and using a word and an idea. So, to use that in mind, we've realized, really, this idea of the devil, Satan, or whatever, or Lucifer, is a misunderstanding. And it really represents these two gods. However, we know that over centuries and centuries, many people have used very, very dark ideologies to represent the word the devil. to re- The devil, forget it. But... To represent the names of certain demons, right? Most most people who are into things like that. Realize the devil's an idiot word, but they don't realize that Satan and uh, Lucifer are, amongst others. Uh, so they'll use those words, and those words then propagate an energy field of their own, related to how many other people over time have used in a negative connotation those words and let's say prayed to those words. So, when people are talking and praying to, let's say, Satan or Lucifer, right? They are praying to literally like an energy field, which gets stronger and stronger and stronger the more energy you feed it, but it isn't necessarily even just those gods. Are you partly giving energy to those gods? Yes. Yes, you are. Is that energy field connected to them? Yes, because of the word spell associated to them. However, largely speaking, if you are focusing on a very negative trait, let's say, you know, um, you're thinking of Lucifer and you think of it and things like, as we know, and we'll get onto to it at a later date, things like human sacrifice that take place and take place all the time, um, as they did in the Aztec times, pulling the heart out. And again, we'll talk about that later. Those horrific things dial into, yes, those ancient gods, but also this energy field. So you are creating with these other people this negative energy field. In the same way people have created, and this is more problematic, the negative and positive energy fields of angels. That's another problematic word because we have angels with the words that are used for the gophers for the Anunnaki gods, another total misunderstanding. These are neither good beings, often very not good beings at all. And you hear about this, you know, dark angels, same thing. Dark angels, you know, light angels, they're the same thing. It's neither good nor bad, just doing the work of the Anunnaki. That's what they were doing. But because people have affiliated those words with ideas of positivity a lot, there are undoubtedly egregores of angelic energy and so when people have experiences of things like angels or demons what they're actually doing is accessing an energy field that appears in any way you expect it to this is important to note things will appear in the way you expect them to because they've been fed so much energy in and of themselves those things are not real as you understand the word They are simply a fluxing field of energy created by a number of people. And so, what are you gaining by feeding those fields? I would argue, not very much, unless it's a positive energy field that is everybody coming together. That might be useful, right, but that also feeds into what I would argue is the field itself, the creator source of all things which contains and is those things. So if you want to speak to the creator source of all things, probably a better idea. And, you know, to the source, the oneness of all things, that's a different thing. And then you could, in that way, utilize the whole energy of the field itself in a positive, wonderful way, along with everybody else. But as I say, there are pockets of these energies that are being let's say accessed and unified and by many groups of people and used for their own ends, and that is, I would argue, what the elites use this for without even knowing that is what they're doing, and many of them will think this is some sort of being that is well you know on the one hand, as I say, they may be accessing those gods, absolutely they may well be because you can't help not doing using the names but they're also accessing and creating these very negative energy fields, which I'm quite sure the gods were aware of and were interested in the mystery schools in manipulating those energy fields in that way. So when we think of all the things to do with the occult and we think about the reality of where it comes from, we need to think whether we're talking about spirituality, whether we're talking about negativity, whether we're talking about demonology, people need to think very carefully how they're approaching those things and be clear in the statements they make in things like prayers, etc. And not be pulled in uh, to the simple way of being, as it were, almost possessed by an energy state, which, as I talked about before, with things like channeling, I think when you've created an energy state, if you give it the right to kind of you know take you over well it's a possibility so i think people need to be clear about those things and i think they need to uh, you know have a a very fresh approach um in the way in which they look at spirituality um next time we'll talk about um a different structure but something that comes about from that as we talk about the beginnings of um, jesus's particular narrative um, which is, again, complex, mainly positive in most ways, and yet manipulated by the powers that be, as I'm sure a lot of you are aware. Until next time, truth, freedom, and balance.